We live in a fast-paced and hectic world where it's easy to feel overwhelmed, stressed, and out of control. How do you manage all the competing pressures without losing sense of yourself? How do you stay focused enough to not only plot a path, but follow it? Welcome to Master Your Life, a show that offers inspiration, insight, and intelligence, as well as success stories from many walks of life that can show you how you can control your own destiny. Our knowledgeable and entertaining host and her guests give practical advice that you can use every day in the quest to master your life. Now, here's your host, Leah Mattinson. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. We're so excited to have you joining us from wherever it is that you are in this beautiful world that we live in today. Um, We're coming to you live from Alberta, Canada. I'm joined as usual now by my wonderful co-host, Greg Bird. Greg, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thanks, Leah. It's happy to be back. Happy to have you back. So we're so excited. You know, we're up to about 40,000 live listeners and growing. And so we just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for joining us, whatever time zone it is that you're living in, because we uh, appreciate your time and your energy and sharing the good news that we're spreading throughout this show now for almost seven years that we've been broadcasting on Master Your Life. So uh, we've got some exciting news from this upcoming weekend that we've launched a brand new website, masteryourlife.ca. So go over there and check out what other good stuff that we're up to. Now this week, Greg, we're going to focus in on all of the topics that came up from last weekend of visiting with family, um, because a lot of people did have an opportunity to get together with their family. And what was kind of top of mine from your in your family this weekend well i tell you it was an easter unlike any other (laughs) sitting around the kitchen table you know a lot of talk of fear a lot of talk of you know how long are these lockdowns going to happen we just found out again today we're locked down in alberta starting again this friday so again just the fear of the unknown has just been astronomical yeah it's a it's a been a never ending what was supposed to be two weeks has turned into now you know, well, well into a year. And I think a lot of people are very tired of, of it. But one of the things that uh, is the predominant talk is immunity. I think a lot of people are feeling like they're afraid of getting sick. Um, and they're afraid of making other people sick. And they're not sure what to do in terms of how to manage their health around that. But we've been talking about immunity, and how to build great immunity for a very long time. So we've done everything from helping people through qigong and helping people through getting a better night's sleep and the skills and tools to do that. But really there's a special um, time right now to focus on where people maybe haven't thought about it before. And I think you have a great story because uh, around this whole immunity thing, because you're not an old guy, you're, you know, fairly young, a young buck, a young fella. And (laughs) it's just like, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people can get run down and not even really think that, you know, that they're going to be uh, ill with anything, but you actually had an experience with this whole COVID business. Do you want to just share with the audience what your experience was? Yeah, thanks for asking. You know, I will share my my story. So I took a trip to Houston, Texas uh, early last year. And when I got back, man, did I, I was just sicker than I'd been in 10 years. And this is right when we we're starting to find out about COVID and what this thing was all about. And then of course, you hear all the news stories into March, into April, and people, all the symptoms that was a sore throat, runny nose, feeling the heaviness in the chest. I had every single one of those symptoms. I didn't know what was wrong. I could have sworn I had strep throat. When I had strep throat as a kid, and then one other time as an adult, it felt exactly like that. So I went, got tested, uh, they swabbed my throat, and lo and behold, it wasn't strep throat. (laughs) The doctors were baffled. They're like, what's wrong with you? had a really high fever. I had the chills. I had, oh, I just felt like there was a two by four that someone had taken and slammed against my chest. I'm like, what is wrong with me? And again, pretty, pretty healthy guy, uh, nonetheless, but this one was a doozy. So aside from not knowing what to do, I did remember one treatment I had was acupuncture. And the last time I got really, really sick, I actually went and tried this acupuncture for the first time and it was remarkable. In fact, I'll never forget the day and who it was, but his name was Jean Wong. He goes by Joseph. This is Canadian name. Um, It was like he was expecting me and I I was having sushi one day at lunch and I don't know what was drawing me to see this Jean Wong at his, his shop. 
but I opened the door, little bells ring, ding-ling-ling. <laughs> and he was sitting there with his hands kind of together and kind of looking at me with a wry smile. It was like, come with me. <laughs> come with me. <laughs> Takes me to his office, sits me down. He starts talking about all this stuff, how he's going to assess me. And I tell you, he took a good 30, 45 minutes to explain things and check things. So just to give the, the audience a little bit more of a background of what, what he did is he checked all the meridians of my pulse. So if you could imagine, just imagine for a minute, the frets of a guitar. So as you're placing your fingers on the guitar, just to play the different notes, he was looking at the same meridians along my radial pulse, along my wrist. So not just taking my pulse, but actually finding these different areas of where, what was going on, where was my pulse and all the different things and the little tapping motion he was doing. It was, it was remarkable. So after this long assessment, he brought me in and he says, you're broken. I will fix you. It's <laughs> his words to me. Yes. And I'm like, I, I'm a small town Alberta farm boy growing up on the farm. I, my grandfather would say, do you, you actually believe in this stuff? So I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this. So um, that one treatment I had, I tell you, it worked wonders. I don't know what he did, but he put me back in alignment. And he even said on my way out the door, look in the mirror, <laughs> look, your, your chi is fixed. <laughs> Go on now and come back again, 2.30 tomorrow. So I never forgot that moment and how, what he did, he just realigned everything that day. And it just put me on a whole nother course. My life took literally a change in the right direction. So fast forward the clock, that was my first experience. Mm -hmm. So I thought when I was bloody ill here, just <laughs> the beginnings of last year, 2020, I'm like, I'm going to go back and see Zhang Wang. He'll know what's wrong with me. If I'm broken, he will fix me. Right. And lo and behold, I booked an appointment. I went in there and I, I got to tell you, Leah, he was really baffled. <laughs> this one, he, he didn't know what was wrong with me. So he took even longer. He took a good hour to assess what was wrong. He made me stick out my tongue and he had to look at my throat and all this stuff. He's like, what else is wrong? And I said, well, I've got these chills. I've just got this headache. I've got all the stuff in my chest. I'm like, I'm broken. You need to fix me. Right. High expectations since he'd already done it once, right? Yeah. So this one, since it was, again, this was the beginnings of COVID. We didn't really know what it was until that the beginning of the year and mostly into kind of March, April is when it really started to come out. Right. So this time along, he, he did the same thing where he put my, he said, put your palms straight up. And he took a pen actually, and he, he drew kind of the, the frets along where my radial pulse would be on my wrist. Mm -hmm. And again, he was, he was really baffled by this one and really trying to get everything kind of back into alignment as the best way I could describe it. Mm -hmm. So after he did the assessment for a full hour, he brought me in and uh, we did uh, an acupuncture treatment and an acupressure massage. And I swear the next day, every one of those symptoms was gone. I had no sore throat. I had no fever, no chills. It was a miracle. And I just said, so I'm going to ask you, Leah, in your experience, you, you know a lot about this stuff. Tell me a little bit more of maybe what I experienced and how my body healed itself. Right. Well, and he unblocked your chi, clearly. <laughs> you got your, you know, your life force energy back in alignment. Well, I, what I'm curious about is, did you sleep well afterwards? Oh, I slept like a baby. <laughs> probably the best sleep I'd have in, probably since the last time I got a treatment. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it's really neat for people to know, or, did you take any medication then, Greg, or what was going on with that? I uh, took no medication up, up after that point. I had to take no medication. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that if I was broken at that time, I had enough faith and enough trust that he knew what he was doing. And he just, whatever he did, he put me back in alignment, fixed the chi. And again, the symptoms were gone the, the next day. Mm -hmm. So why I share this story is I've been telling everybody, if you've never tried acupuncture, or this type of treatment to really just have an open mind. If you're fascinated with that topic, just try it and find one that you would align with. Right. Did the needles hurt? Oh, not at all. It was, it was like a mere mosquito, really. <laughs> but once the, the needles were in, it was just like, it mm -hmm. just, everything kind of just stopped. My whole world just kind of slowed right down. It's kind of like my, my spirit, everything just kind of right back into my body. That's the, the best way I could describe it. I was right back behind my eyes and the treatment was the most still. It's when the needles came out 45 minutes later, I swear it felt like I slept for a whole night. Yeah. And that's really incredible. And not to, not to say that there isn't a time and place for medication um, because there is, that's why we have both, you know, Western and Eastern medicine. Uh, but I think people are becoming more open to checking out 
uh, Eastern medicine and ways of getting well that maybe involve less time uh, taking medications and less time, you know, in surgical suites. So this is part of the task of finding that wellness within our own selves and then finding practitioners that can actually help us to reveal it. Um, sometimes it takes that extra person to help to bring out that chi in us, the life force energy, um, the prana, and for it to be activated and then to be in alignment. It takes a skilled practitioner to do that. Um, so I love that you have that experience. Uh, what other what other illnesses have you had that were similar to that? Because you've not just had one, and I was kind of surprised. But maybe it's because you have some lifestyle things that would. You're a busy dad. You travel a lot. You're responsible for a business. You're you've got, you know, uh, professional responsibilities. You know, does burning the candle at both ends has that sometimes caught up with you? Do you think? Well, I will rewind the clock back to when H1N1 was a thing. That was honestly the last time I remember being sick. And that did catch up with me. So the big hype at the time was go get a vaccination, go get a vaccination. So I did. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, the kids brought it home from school probably the following week. And I caught H1N1 and I was sick. Man, it was the same feeling. It was it, the symptoms I could swear were identical. The same fever, the same chills, the same heaviness in my chest. It was like a real terrible flu. But again, I, I rolled that one out and I tried medication at that time. They had this Tamiflu stuff and they had all this stuff that I was trying and they said, oh, just take some ibuprofen tablets and you'll be fine. Well, no, it took me a good week where I, had, I don't think I'd taken a day off of work in probably five, six years. And that one right. really knocked me down. That was a full week and my kids were sick too. So the whole household was just <laughs> devastated that that one. So that honestly was the last time I remember being really, really sick leading up until early last year when this whole mm -hmm. COVID thing started. Right. And one of the things I really respect about um, some of the medical professionals that I have, you know, been speaking about how viruses work is really that the virus is a real thing that viruses travel the planet. This is not anything new. We've had viruses on the planet since the dawn of time um, and that people catch things, they get ill and then they upgrade their immune system. And unless their immune system is fairly compromised and then they need some help um, getting through whatever the, the thing is so that your body does upgrade to be able to handle the new challenge. And so this building immunity is a skill. It's a skill set just like any other skill set. And what would you say are the things that you um, have learned through your life that have helped you to maintain good health? And then what are the things that you think maybe have undermined that would be common things that other people might have experienced? Uh, well, the big thing is having a, the appropriate sleep pattern. That was number one, first and foremost on my list. Uh, I, there was a time, again, if I rewind the clock around that 10 years ago where I wasn't sleeping well, and that's where I felt finally something got me, knocked me down. Once I got my sleep in check, I felt everything got better from that moment in on out. The second one was getting exercise or not just exercise, going to the gym all the time, just staying active. So I can thank my four little birds for that as they keep me pretty active. I'm an active dad, whether we're playing soccer, playing ball, or even before we got on the show, I was before I tucked them into bed, I was playing floor hockey downstairs. So I got some good exercise and you know what, that that's always helped just keeping your body healthy that way. And probably the third thing is your diet, you know, just making sure you stay off the fast foods, but have nice, you know, wholesome foods, you know, have those fruits and vegetables that if everyone thinks they can get it in a pill or some kind of thing, like a, a vitamin C tablet, but you know what, just get back to nature, have, have those healthy uh, meals with the salads, with the fruits and vegetables. That's, that's the strategy for me. That's things for you. I th and I think it's interesting because we've talked lots on this show about the comp how the food uh, really is compromised. So one of the things that, um, because I've been interested in making sure that my brain's been healthy for a large number of years is curating really the best research around all this um, data about really how good is our food and really how nutritious is it? Because I would have believed that prior to probably about two years ago, but the way that the um, big companies have come in, Monsanto's and Cargill's, and they've taken over the food, really our quality of food is quite poor. So when you think you're maybe eating good food, sometimes the nutritional value of that good food isn't that great. And so I've been into uh, doing a lot of research around what are the nutraceuticals out there and are the, what's the best sort of um, bioavailability for things. I remember 
10 years ago when krill oil first came out and being stoked about that because krill oil was so much more bioavailable than um, plain old omega-3. And so that's kind of taken off in terms of helping people with brain issues. A lot of people with brain issues will take uh, a krill oil instead of just the plain old omega-3s. But you're going to see, I think in this next uh, week or so, we'll be talking more about um, nutraceuticals that really do help uh, your brain function, your uh, immunology, your own taking care of your immune health. And we'll get more into that on the next episode. So we're, we're going to just kind of bait you a little bit with that because we don't want to let the cat out of the bag too soon. We've been, we've been doing our due diligence to make sure that we're bringing you guys the best, uh, most cutting edge information around how to keep your immune system absolutely stoked. And I've been really fortunate in my life to have uh, had very, very few illnesses since about 20 years ago. And about 20 years ago, I had atypical pneumonia, which I was hospitalized for and had to have broad spectrum antibiotics, or I, I probably wouldn't be here. So there is a time and place for medication. Uh, I know exactly what it feels like to have a crushing weight on your chest and to not be able to breathe. And, and uh, so I can relate when people go to me, you can't relate because you're so well all the time. I go, it's been a long time since I've been uh, ill. However, I still remember what the consequence would have been. Uh, my kids were very, very little and they, they wouldn't have had a mom and, and that would have been an entirely different life trajectory. So I have a lot of compassion for people who are going through this and who are fearful about their health. And uh, I also say that 20 years of being well and, you know, being sick for seconds at a time is because of really uh, understanding what it takes to be well and to moving, you know, the, the chi through my body. So a couple of years ago, maybe a little longer than a couple of years ago, I became a Qigong teacher um, because of this exact thing that your uh, acupuncturist was teaching you. When you do Qigong, you can actually do self-acupuncture. You can really move that chi through your body system and become um, quite healthy just through doing a physical practice. So that's lots of fun because then you don't have to wait to go see the doctor. Although maybe the hands-on treatment is kind of nice, right? Greg, probably getting the hands-on treatment is a good thing. Well, I tell you, you you've taught me a few things uh, in that realm and you've kind of opened my mind to that whole world. And I've just, I've been blown away <laughs> how this stuff really does work. And I just, I, I'm astounded. If you could maybe describe some of the things, some of the methods that that you've, you've learned over the years. Yeah. So with, uh, with Qigong, you're um, doing like yoga and meditation and uh, weight training all at the same time. So it's a very, it's a very interesting uh, modality, which is body flow. It's nice, moving, playful. It can be playful depending on who your, um, who your master is. My master is Lee Holden. We come from Mantak Chia's line of uh, wonderful Qigong practitioners. Uh, we practice medical Qigong, which is different than some of the other, maybe more martial art Qigongs. And uh, so, yeah, you can learn how to, you know, stoke up your immunity. You can learn how to take care of back pain. You can learn how to manage neck pain. You can learn how to improve your fertility. You can learn how to improve your sexual energy. And uh, most people are very interested in all of those things. So improving your uh, chances of getting pregnant. Um, there's all kinds of things that are a benefit of Qigong. And if people want to know more about that, they can absolutely check out any of my um, previous episodes with Lee Holden, uh, because I've had him on the show, I think about seven times between him and his uh, mom and dad, who are just great folks. They're lots of fun. And uh, also you can come to masteryourlife.ca because we partnered up with Lee and he is actually offering uh, Qigong uh, classes that you can take so that you can access your health and well-being at all different kinds and varieties of classes uh, that can be taken right online. Because right now it's a real challenge for people to be able to uh, tap into wellness. And man, this was like the thing again is gyms here have closed, right? It was just wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what do you think the the impact of that has been on people's mental health? Oh, mental health and just uh, obesity is like a thing. Everyone's saying this COVID-19, it's like the freshman 15, but add four pounds. It's now 19 pounds. Uh. Uh, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's wrecking relationships. It's, it's, it's decimating those families. It's just, it's, it's mind blowing how to think how this virus has really affected 
us in such a way that we didn't even expect. And again, going back to what you said at the beginning of the program, what we thought was going to be two weeks and now we're going to be on, going on two years. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I've seen so much devastation. In fact, one of the hardest things I had to deal with, quite honestly, was uh, the death of one of my advisors. He took his own life uh, uh, early last year. And just sifting through that has been just such a difficult thing for me and um, helping the family out and what to do with the, the clients, the business. And it was just devastating. It was just so sad to see. Yeah. And what was the most shocking thing about that for you? Most shocking thing was it was someone I didn't expect Someone that, you know, was big in the community, was a church going man and just would, would never have expected. In fact, it was one of my dad's friends mm-hmm. and uh, he even had a coffee booked with him on the following Monday. And I found out on the Thursday prior, I called up my, my dad and I said, dad, you sitting down right now? And he's like, yep. Uh, I said, I got some news to share with you. And I said, well, yeah, so-and-so he, he's taken his life. And, and he's like, what? <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. well, exactly. That's the exact same thing I said is what? Um, could never have, never have thought in a million years, but again, it's affecting good people. We're seeing it not only in, in adults, in, in advisors that I work with, but even in kids. And this is another sad state of affairs that we're going through right now. Yeah. There's a 300% rise in Canada in, in, uh, children trying to commit suicide or committing suicide. And so I'm not sure what it is globally. I would invite everyone to check out your own stats though, for where you live about this. And the reason why it's important guys is because we don't know who's in distress until you're asking people how they're doing. And so this is also an important part of immunity because you're not just looking at immunity for your physical health. You're looking at immunity from mental health problems also. So how mentally tough are you? How mentally strong are you? How mentally tough are the people who are hanging out in your house with you? Um, Are you building a resiliency within yourself? And are you building resiliency within the people who are in your pod, and thereby building resiliency in the people who are in your community, and thereby building resiliency in the people who are in the global world that you deal with? Because now more than ever, we're online, we're online, touching people, not just in our own communities, in our own lives, but across the globe, across the planet. And so when our mental health isn't good, and we're thinking thoughts that are Uh, on the not so optimal side, that's affecting not just your own immunity, but the immunity of the people who you're living with. Uh, And I know everyone who listens to this show is listening to it because they want to master their life. Uh, You're not watching basketball for a reason. It's because you're trying to master something in your life that's a challenge right now. And for a lot of people, it might be more than one thing. And so we've got the tools, equipment, resources, wisdom, and experience to help you to navigate that. And and I want to encourage people again, just at this time to think about uh, what is it that you're actually here listening for? Are you here specifically because you're looking for a health solution? Are you here specifically because you're looking for a mental health solution? Are you spiritually feeling disconnected and just going like, I don't know where I fit anymore in all this divergence of people around me because there just seems to be so much chaos and confusion. I don't actually know where I belong. And uh, if any one of those is you and you've got your hand up going, heck yes, that's me. uh, Then there is information here for you on this show or on the website at masteryourlife.ca because we don't just focus on your health. We talk about your spiritual health. We talk about um, getting some tools Uh, under your feet uh, to help you to build a strong foundation, no matter what it is that you're trying to cope with. Right. You know, this is going to sound so simple, but you just uh, made me remember one thing is one thing I've been teaching all my advisors is, you know what, just pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and reach out and just, you know, ask the question, are you okay? Right. Don't get out there and try and start a big in-depth conversation. Just ask the simple words. Are you okay? You know, whether it's a mother, a father, a grandmother, my my grandma called me just last night, said, Greg, I was thinking about you. And I just want to, you know, say how proud I am of you. (laughs) I tell you, those words of encouragement is just phenomenal. So if you feel right now, the first person that pops to your mind, whoever's listening right now, you feel you need to pick up the phone and call them. I encourage every single one of you to do that because you could make that difference in a moment that would mean the most. Mm-hmm. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? Yeah, sounds so simple. And it is so simple. So it's a great, a great call to action. Uh, and you know, it really is all about 
helping people to feel good right now. So feeling good within the metric of sanity. And uh, so that doesn't mean ignoring the things that are going on and pretending that they're not happening, but it's also saying there are things that we can do to feel good. You know, I, I grew up loving science fiction as a kid. And in fact, my, one of my most favorite shows was Star Trek. <laughs> you remember on Star Trek, they had Bones. And then in the new Star Trek Next Generation, they had uh, Dr. Beverly Crusher. And they had the tricorder thing that can actually scan your body, do a diagnostic. I had no idea that that sort of technology does exist today. And you think of all the different inventions that we see now today. Um, whether it's online on our phone <laughs> or, hey, computer, we can look something up on encyclopedias. Well, as a kid, I had an encyclopedia in a book where we had to look things right, up. The, the shelf of Britannica. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward the clock and all these different inventions that come up. We want to talk about biofeedback. And um, my mind was open up to this just a short time ago. So Leah, what is biofeedback? Well, biofeedback's been around for a long time. As, so it's kind of fun that it's becoming mainstream. I did my, I'm pretty sure I had my first biofeedback session probably about 15 years ago when I was living in the Okanagan here in Canada, uh, British Columbia. Anyone want to go on holiday adventure? Beautiful place to go. You're welcome, BC, for that plug. So, <laughs> but that was the first place that I went for biofeedback. They hooked me up to a machine and uh, I was in pretty good shape at that time, but um, I had been gardening and I'd hurt my lower back and they literally should, I told them no information. They just put a little few uh, probes on my fingertips and they ran this program and I could see each part of my body sort of showing up on the screen. Uh, so meridians, all my bones, all of my organs. But so as the parts of my body showed up on the screen, I could see that they all looked healthy, but all of a sudden, as they got to my back, it went through each one of the discs on my back. And when it got to my lower back, it was bright red. So my disc literally spun up on this screen and it showed up bright red for the three part uh, three discs on my back that were actually hurt. That's where the three um, red discs showed up and then everything else in my body was really clear except my wrist which I had also had an old injury and that showed up as a, like a pinch and then they so I went wow that's incredible as a diagnostic because it was spot on what was going on with my body and uh, then they just ran a little program I took a they you know gave me a couple of tinctures to take to help um, clear up my back issue but I felt better within the day um, and just knowing how accurate it was, was mind blowing to me. So now flash forward, you know, 15 years later, now you can get biofeedback that you can do to yourself on your phone, which is pretty incredible. T tell us about your experience with it, Greg. Yeah. So you referred me to, mm -hmm. to this one particular app. And I, again, I had to try something out because I, I got to be able to believe this. And yeah. Scrappa Bird is still sitting on Grandpa his shoulder. Bird's on my shoulder, God rest his soul. He's like, you actually believe in this. So anyway, I had to try this out. So I'm like thinking of all the things that they could pick up that it would have to be true if, if they figured it out. So without knowing anything about this, I, I hooked up and I went into this, this biofeedback app and lo and behold, just like you described, uh, I didn't say anything about my condition. I've got a condition in my, my back between my L4 and L5. It's called spondylolisthesis. And I tell you, it showed up on this scan. I'm like, okay, that gave me goosebumps because again, this stuff is actually picking this stuff up. And it even said on the right hand side of my spine was where the pain was emanating from. And that also was true. I've never had problems on my left. It's always been on my right. And there was showed up as a little kind of dark spot on the aura check on the, the right hand side. So then as more specific things came out, I'm just like, okay, this is just too many permutations and combinations of, I, I have a better chance of winning the lottery two or three times if this thing wasn't actually accurate. The other one that picked up is it actually pinpointed when I had a concussion trauma and almost like to the exact time where I had it. And it, it actually picked up on that. I, I couldn't believe it. I was just so blown away, so fascinated. So does that sound similar to your experience of how it was diagnosing or it was a diagnostic check, really? Yeah, it's a di and it's also was a diagnostic check of spirituality, um, your auric field, your meridians. What else was checked on me? Um, brain health, EEG, 
uh, neurotransmitters, which is all stuff that I'm interested in. Absolutely. So I just went like, what's my brain doing? <laughs> it's like, I can't tell anyone. It's like, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, people. <laughs> but everything really from, you know, uh, your pelvic function, uh, fertility, uh, food sensitivities, um, viruses that you might not even know that you had. What else was in there? Oh, it was just all kinds of things. Uh, immunology, your, uh, your immune factor was in there for sure as well. Uh, but all within the span of seconds, <laughs> the, the actual um, scan happens. So it's very, very fast. Uh, now, like when I went for my biofeedback years ago, I'm pretty sure it was about an hour um, from start to finish. So this assessment happened within seconds and then the practitioner walked through things to explain it uh, more in depth. But now the technology is so advanced that you really can become your own practitioner, which is, again, for people who are wanting to master their life in the area of mind, body, and spiritual wellness or brain wellness, this is a tool that's absolutely incredible. It's, yeah, mind-blowing technology. Sounds like Star Trek to me. <laughs> Sounds like Star Trek to me too. And so I've been playing with this thing. You can get, uh, some of them have several days of free trials. So you can get on and actually just play with as many things as you want to play with. You know, you can be your own Frankenstein, fix yourself. <laughs> What's wrong? You can be your own Zhang Wang. <laughs> you broke and I fix you. <laughs> so you can dial up your own recipes every day and run your little programs, but it's um, some of the technology we're checking it out very um, uh, robustly right now to see what's the best one to bring you guys and to curate on again on our store um, because that master your life emporium is really about the curation of the very best um, medical devices or uh, techniques that we can bring to you to help you to live your most healthy and wealthy life and so this is the exploratory part i've been a human guinea pig for probably 20 years now so it's been a lot of fun testing out you know many of of these things and it's so much fun to watch people try all this stuff um, for brand new and see their their eyes open to what's possible. So what else came out of your session, Greg? Well, you know what just sparked a memory and uh, I was sharing this with you. I was at a technology conference actually four years ago and that mm. there was a race to develop this app. And what's come out of this, I believe, is some of these ones that we're, we're seeing now that are just so user-friendly, it's easy to diagnose, it's easy to, to really assess. That was what they were kind of talking about back then. So fast forward the clock four years to now, yeah, it was just, it was fascinating how it's all within your phone, just on an app. <laughs> so again, there you go. It looks just like a tricorder from a science fiction movie way back when, but here we have it today. Right. I, and I wonder if it is though, um, going to be the same as the case of going to the gym or anything else, you still have to use it. So you still have to be the one to open it up, take it out of the package or download the app. And you still have to be the one to input your 30 seconds of information in order to get something out of it that you're going to be able to tangibly use to, to change and elevate your life. But I can tell you that after running, I've been on about day 10 of a 14 day trial. And I, I am a good Guinea pig because I do actually run the programs and spend an, an enormous amount of time doing research hours each day. Um, so while other people are plugged into Netflix, I am busy um, reprogramming myself to see if this stuff actually works. And, and uh, I'll have the test results for you guys next week. But so far, um, I would say I'm feeling uh, very, very uh, chipper and that def definitely some digestive issues that I didn't really know that I had are, are kind of coming um, to, to be uh, fixed. But it's taken a few days for that to happen. My immunity was a bit down and uh, I definitely have slept more in the last couple of days because I'm a fairly light sleeper. I dream a lot. And, uh, and sometimes that isn't necessarily that good for your rest and relaxation for actually that restorative sleep. So part of the program and functioning of some of these really good biofeedback programs will be to help you to have a good night's sleep. So as opposed to keeping you up dreaming, they calm down those um, brainwaves. 
And, and so it was just interesting for me to see because I sleep by myself also. So it's not like I have somebody by my side going, do you know you're up 50 times during the night? Because I'm used to sleeping the way that I sleep. But when you have this insight of, wow, you're awake a lot um, from, from the feedback from the machine, then you're able to actually track that and to go, I need to be getting a better night's sleep in order for it to be restorative. That's just basic, um, you know, sleep, sleep wellness 101. Uh, but if you don't know it because you don't have that feedback from another human being, then it's good to have this little tool. And then also the tool gives you an app to be able to go to sleep to. It's not, it doesn't have to be all night that you listen to music. I know that there's a, a lot of controversy too about whether or not to have earbuds in and this kind of thing because of the neurological um, stuff that can be tuned into that maybe people don't want to be tapping into their brain all the time. And so we'll be bringing you that on upcoming episodes about what the latest research is on just how much should you be really plugged in and how much should you be maybe more plugged into nature, uh, which we're, we're going to be talking about a lot in the upcoming weeks, kind of towards the end of April. Yeah. You know what, if one of the things I want to talk about mm-hmm. is in the, the treatment or the, the frequencies that I got for my own was, it kind of sounded like wind chimes and mm-hmm. it was those beautiful wind chimes. If I could describe mm-hmm. it, brought me right back to as a kid where I could remember going visit grandma in town and, mm-hmm. you know, we're driving in from the farm, we get there. And it's just the most beautiful tone of wind chimes. If mm-hmm. you could, if you ever remember that, or if that's resonating with anyone, that's how I could describe it. It was just a real soothing kind of sound so again it just it's like a lullaby it knocks you right out uh, I don't make it more than five minutes and I'm I'm asleep right it's much better than the uh caca of the crows no crows, wind <laughs> no, crows no crows it's wind <laughs> it is wind chimes uh yes but the so the biofeedback for people who are mysteriously going I don't know what's wrong with me because we hear that a lot as well yeah. Um, from client calls and from chatting with a friend's family and just people who we network with is, I just don't feel that great. My energy feels low. I'm not getting a good, good night's sleep. This is hurting or that's hurting or it's not functioning quite properly, but I don't really know um, what it is. This actually can diagnose things for you that might be a, a mysterious illness that you had no idea that you had. So some people with liver issues um, or with... Um, uh, spleen issues might have weight gain that they didn't know about, but this machine, this technology will actually point that out for you. So a lot of people to your joke have been putting on, what was it that they've been putting on for weight now? (laughs) COVID-19. COVID-19. How much weight? 19 pounds or more. (laughs) One, nine pounds or more, 19 pounds or more. And so, uh, for those of you who are going, maybe it's a mystery why that 19 pounds is there. This might be a tool that would help you to take it off. The other thing that's really interesting about biofeedback is with neurology, uh, things that fire together, wire together. So when you want to actually be really effective at learning how to do something new, you think about your brain function and that you're doing an activity that is helping you to fire those synapses in your brain towards activity that you, that you want that's good. And then that wiring becomes doubly strong because you've done it with a, an alignment tool and a thoughtful conscious process activating with the action. Um, so it's a very, very powerful tool, not just to listen to, uh, but to, you can look at the screen and there's these really nice wave patterns that go across the screen. So you can listen to it and it's just kind of pinging, like you said, the nice little wind chimes, or you can actually look at the waves that are going across the screen as well. And those can help you to rewire your neurology. And let's face it, the mind leads the chi. Your brain is the in charge of everything. So when people are lacking in willpower, some of these tools are very powerful for helping people to overcome that uh, willpower barrier. And especially if you don't know what your underlying cause of your stuck point is. Uh, so whether again, that's emotional, this points that out. One of the things I was really surprised at was that loathing was on my loathing. I was like, loathing? I'm loathing? Oh, no. <laughs> what am I loathing? And then I thought about it. And I was like, okay, I'm self loathing about something. And it's like, okay, I know I need to dial into that a little bit and fix it. But I didn't even know I was I didn't even know that was part of my architecture. I thought I was always little miss positive. And then I went, oh, 
loathing. I think, I think we're all loathing something. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> is that why the divorce rate is so high right now? Oh God. And increasing. <laughs> <laughs> and increasing. Um, but, the, but that's the insight that you can't get from your own, uh, you can't get from yourself and you don't get from your friends and family because they don't see that. Um, they see the most positive, you know, shiny side of you, or for me anyway, uh, maybe you have friends that say, you know, you're walking around with a lot of loathing. <laughs> you're really <laughs> resenting a lot of stuff. Then you maybe don't need biofeedback, <laughs> but it's a tool that can actually help to give you a lot of insight. So uh, again, we'll be exploring. You can check out masteryourlife.ca. We'll be putting everything that we find out about up on the website for you. So it's, it's well curated information. And again, it's like tools. Um, you're going to find the tool that fits best for you as you go and explore that emporium, uh, some tools will be meaningful and, and not only will be, they be effective for you, but they might also be effective for someone in your family. So while you might not be struggling with a particular thing like loathing, say loathing, <laughs> there might be something else that's really weighing you down like you're 19 pounds and there, there'll be some, some way there. Do have you put on any COVID weight, Greg? Yeah, but I lost it. I, again, I got my little birds keeps me busy. And I think I've lost more weight now. So <laughs> keeping active, chasing those kids, I tell you. Keeping active. That's good. So everyone can uh, get on the scale or, uh, and then figure out where you're at in terms of if it's weight gain, because weight gain actually put, does some um, tricks to the mind as well. Can you speak a little bit about that when you were a little overweight? How were you feeling? Yeah, just you start feeling down, you get in that rut and you're like, oh, well, maybe I do need to get to the gym today. Maybe I need to go for that walk today. And then you just kind of get into this self paralysis. That's the only way I could describe it. And then you just end up doing nothing or whether you just default to something that is a bad habit, right? So again, we've all had those moments where we get stuck in that rut. It's, you know, how do we, how do we get over that? How do we really take a step forward? So there's a few other diagnostic things that came up even in my reading and things that you would probably never even realize is even like a childhood trauma. That one popped up in, in mine. And, and again, the one that the lady that was helping me through the diagnostic was saying, you know, this could have been anything. It could have been a traumatic fight. It could have been a watching a horror show that really traumatized you as a kid, but that sort of thing actually shows up on the, the reading. And didn't she say the tra traumatic fight could have been a fight between your parents? Could have been. And yeah. given that so many people are living with their families all cloistered, kids are probably more, more likely than they were to see parents fighting. That's a possibility. Definitely. I hadn't really thought about that. That's a absolute possibility. So it's a, it's a prevent, it could be a preventative tool as well. I hadn't really thought about it about that way, but it could be if you thought about the, so what was the implication did the did the lady say the lady that was the practitioner say to you what the implication was of having this mm, trauma? Yeah. It goes back to the sleep thing. Cause I, I remember actually having nightmares. And do you remember that show the, the twilight zone? Yes. God, that show just freaked the heck out of me. <laughs> I tell you, and maybe it was that because I remember at one time when I was maybe three years old, that's when it said it showed up a traumatic experience. I had this nightmare of werewolves like, oh my God, for, for months, if not years uh -huh. after where I lost sleep and I'd be just terrified. Like I'd be like just hugging my pillow, shaking at night. And again, there you go. That's the implications that can hang on. And for me to be able to remember that still today, going all those 40 years ago, that again was such a traumatic moment. It could be something as simple as that. So the lesson of that part is please, you know, watch what your children are watching. If it's not even on TV or a movie, you know, or if it's something that's, that's graphic or heaven forbid, they get a hold of your phone and there's something they're scrolling through on social media, just watch what they're watching. That sort of stuff can really create ripples, right? Yeah, it can. That's such a good point. And kids are on devices more now than ever. And uh, we were warned, my daughter said, watch for grandson one going on YouTube because there's sometimes these little, um, you know, pop-up ads that come up that are not that awesome and i thought she was making it up until i saw one one day and went oh my god like what oh my god oh my lord look at this yeah so we do need to really be diligent uh but the fun part about the biofeedback um is that you can get you could get on this stuff much earlier if you see your children suffering with night terrors instead of them having to 
deal with that for a long period of time. Yeah, that's very interesting. We'll have to really delve into that deep on another episode when we've got more time. The, uh, yeah, the implications of kids not getting sleep also leads to mental health problems in children, which leads to eating disorders, which we're seeing. There was a 96% increase in children accessing services in Canada for um, hospital eating disorder programs, kids. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, parents are completely frustrated. They've thrown their hands up in, uh, in given up because they don't actually know how to help their children to be well. You know, that's a really tough position to be in. Have any of your kids ever been sick or do, that where you really didn't know how to help them? Or have you haven't had any friends or experience like that where their kids have had I've had friends, I've had clients where they've dealt with a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if I bring this full circle, I've been around a lot of folks that have actually been through COVID and they're isolated for their 14 days, but uh, not the the sick and getting through that. And, um, and again, now they build up this immunity. And I felt if that was COVID that I actually had, beginnings of 2020, I felt I've built up enough of immunity where I never got sick Mm -hmm. from helping them out and dropping them care packages off. I was within that same contact. But again, I just felt compelled to help and help them get through that time. And what I've seen is the more of the mental health issues has been the the biggest damaging effect of this COVID, not the actual virus itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you can help use the biotech um, to, to be able to logistically dial into what's going on with your kids if they'll play along I could see that being a very powerful tool before you need to have the tests to figure out if they're uh, have a proclivity to commit suicide because that's coming down the pipe there's going to be testing available for being able to figure out um, who who is uh, who is suicidal now isn't that just wild that's mind-blowing that's mind-blowing so before we need to have that why don't we implement the wellness within master plan and go how do i figure out what's going on not only for me but my family and these you guys you know if you've got a three-year-old they know how to use your technology probably more than you do (laughs) so um i I remember the practitioner saying it's easy enough for a four-year-old to program and i thought probably the four-year-old shouldn't be programming it but it's uh interesting to note just how um, simply some of this tech is made. And if it's for the good, then I think that that's, that's a useful thing. You know? And on the total flip side, I'm yeah. going to go back to this last weekend where I actually, we got to get out of the technology. So we got out to the farm, we got out of the city. It's a good hour and a half Southeast of Edmonton, Alberta. And man, I tell you to unplug, get off those devices, mm-hmm. actually have an old fashioned game of cards. <laughs> Yes, a game of cards. Yes. My kids are kind of looking at me funny. <laughs> we actually played some good game of cards. It's mm-hmm. game sequence. Man, my sister, I think, played for about seven hours. <laughs> but why I bring this up is I think we need to get this, get back to nature. So in our journey, what we want to, we're excited, is we're going to take this show on the road. We, are. we want to get back to nature. We're going to have a little uh, camping excursion where we're going to travel to some of the most beautiful places, beautiful lakes. Um, we got so much beautiful country across Canada. We can't travel anywhere else. So we're going to actually go and just see our land and our country for what it is and our beautiful province. So I'm excited. Are you? I am very excited because I'm going to kick your butt at fishing. I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> Game on. So we're going to turn this into a fishing show now. <laughs> That's right. It's a fishing show. <laughs> It'll be fun. So if any of you have uh, want to weigh in on any good fishing tips, you can, you can again do that uh, on the website and connect with us uh, because we'd love to have your input. That's for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun, but we're going to be looking at the stars, doing some natural astronomy, connecting with mother earth and, and uh, again, bringing that good kind of wholesome uh, entertainment along the way and maybe showing some cooking skills, but I'm I'm not, I'm not going to say I can outcook Greg, but you never know. It's a, possi- oh, it's a possibility. It's campfire a po- chili. Campfire chili. There you go. <laughs> and so maybe you can bring that campfire chili over to your neighbor and show some compassion that way and get connected with people as much as you possibly can. You know, we've, we've talked about living in isolation and this whole lockdown thing. It's um, we've got to continue to figure out ways to connect with people on a human level and who's going to be in your bubble for this next, you know, three weeks, three months, three years, and have you kind of figured that out yet? 
and uh, who's in your emotional immunity pool and, and who would you like to have in your emotional immunity pool? Because if you're plugged into mainstream media, nine, nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to be feeling immune to anything. And so part of the um, real flipping the switch on the show, again, is back to being very positive focused. What do we have control over? Um, what can we do uh, to create health and mental health and vibrancy and great connections and time with family and friends? Uh, and respect respect ourselves and still operate within the world that we're living in right at the moment. And then how do we stretch ourselves across that Rubicon? Because times are changing. We're never going to be able to go back to where we were and what we were. And uh, But we've got some decisions to make that, that we can uh, do things with uh, self-honor and not self-loathing, right? So that's uh, that's a big thing. Oh, you know, you brought up the stars. I just, I can't wait yeah. to get out of the city this summer and just get away from this light pollution. Because again, I remember growing up on the farm and you look up on a starry night that's clear and you can just see every constellation and just the Milky Way for what it is. I'm so excited for uh, not only this last weekend where I got to see that. It was such a clear, clear mm -hmm. night. Every day of the weekend over Easter was beautiful. We're going to have many of those uh, nights of summer and the Northern Lights are absolutely beautiful. The more North we go, uh, whatever northern lake we get to, um, we'll be excited to share that with everybody. Absolutely. And what's your favorite star system, Gregory? Oh, you know, you look at Orion's belt up in the sky and you look across, you can see that little V, that's Taurus. And then the tail of Taurus is the Pleiades. It's just a beautiful little blue star cluster. That's my favorite. That's your favorite. And I think that everyone can see that from everywhere on planet Earth. So that's kind of a fun thing is that it doesn't matter where you live. We are all looking up at the same big sky. And so that's something that's a commonality, no matter where you are on this planet. So hoping that, uh, that you're able to get out to the um, sunshine, at the very least, I know that we had hail here, we've had hail here and snow here and rain here over Christmas or Christmas. That's what it felt like, felt like Christmas holidays, but over the Easter weekend. Um, and so we're, we are really looking forward to uh, the sunshine, that's for sure. Um, again, encouraging everyone, get connected with us at masteryourlife.ca. Greg, any final words as we take the show out today? You know what? I just encourage everyone, you know what? Take this time for what it is. You know what? Have the time of your life. The summer's coming, the sun's going to be out. And I think this would be a great way to take out the show today. There is a song by uh, David Cole and it's titled Time of My Life. So what do you think? have the time of your life everybody love yourselves love each other mind your mind that's all for us bye for now thank you for being a part of our program today master your life is a presentation of leah mattinson enterprises inc join us next time on master your life helping you to discover the very best of you